What's going on, everybody? I'm gonna skip this corny introduction shit because phone is on seven percent, MacBook's about to dive, audio is dog shit, and fan in the background, all that stuff. I'm scrambling. I just did some homework. I had some homework tonight. Had to get it done. I'm all stressed out. I had to push this back, and I'm just fucking riled up right now. I do have some plays though, which tied more football plays, NFL betting, all that good shit. Kind of does, kind of does calm me down. So, <laughs> so let's let's get to it. All right, I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna give analyses, analyses, analyses. Thank you, mom. I'm gonna give analyses on all these four plays. But for the people who just wanna stop in, get the plays, dip. This is for you guys. This is for you, lazy son of a guns. All right, first one is Odell Beckham Jr. Ravens, obviously, over 26.5 receiving yards, minus 115 at MGM. Next one is Zach Chabonet of the Seahawks, over 18.5 rushing yards. Next one is Trey McBride of the Curdles, under 17.5 longest reception. And the last one is Chris Olave, over 61.5 receiving yards, minus 110 at DK. McBride was minus 125 at DK. Charbonnet was minus 120 at DK. And Odellium was minus 115 at MGM. All right. Woo! All right. Let's break them down. Let's break down the first one. OBJ, over 26 and a half receiving yards. So, OBJ, he's had a pretty shitty year, to be honest. Has not really been good. He has still cleared this line in four to six games. Two out of two at home as well. So... Just a little line for Odell, man. He doesn't have to play good to get 27 yards. He's coming off of a goose egg, and you know me. You know me. I see that shit. I see that shit. Start licking the chops a little bit. All that good shit. I see someone coming off a bad game. I'm like, ooh, I want to bet on you. <laughs> Anyways, so in that goose egg, OBJ, he had four targets, no receptions. If you look a little bit deeper, he actually had seven targets, but three of them resulted in defensive penalties. Lamar is clearly trying to get him to the ball. We know Odell is a guy who isn't exactly the happiest fella when he doesn't get the ball. So, want to keep your receivers happy, all that. Getting into the matchup with Seattle, they are the best run defense in the NFL. They allow the fewest yards per carry to running backs. They also just acquired a very, very solid defensive tackle in Leonard Williams from the Giants over the trade deadline. So, should even solidify the unit a little bit more. Based on this run defense, I expect the Ravens to have some solid passing ball up here. Seattle, they allow the 10th most receiving yards to wide receivers, and they allow the 6th most passing attempts. They run the most zone defense in the league. And Odell Beckham, this year, he's been a slightly better on a yards per route run basis against zone. Uh, his yards per route run against man has been 0.92 and then 1.42 against zone. So a little bit, little bit better against zone, a little bit more efficient. We like that. We know Seattle's going to come out, sit in the zone all game. Yeah, so all in all, man, I, I think that it's a good bounce back spot for Odell. Look for Lamar, Ravens, try to get him happy, try to get him involved. He's due. He's off a of goose egg. This matchup against Seattle projects for a lot of passing volume. Odell's been slightly better against zone, which Seattle leads the league in running on defense. And Odell doesn't even have to have a good game uh, to get 27 yards because he has cleared this line in 4-6 to six anyways. Seen def- decent volume. And yeah, man, you just know I love betting a guy off of a goose egg. It is just, 
what I do, and um, that's my philosophy. And I, I also do like the spot, though, for a lot of passing volume for the Ravens, like the matchup, all that good stuff. All right. Next one, Zach Charbonnet staying in the same game. Over 18 and a half rushing yards. So last week, he quote-unquote broke out. Um, he had a season high by far, 59% of the snaps. He went five for 53 on the ground, which doesn't sound like a lot, but Kenneth Walker, if you look at him, he went eight for 66. So there's only 13 running back rushing attempts that went around. Kind of a weird game. Gets the Browns. It wasn't like even really a negative game script. They just chose to go super pass heavy. So, yeah, you look at Kenneth Walker, 8 for 66. That's a pretty damn big game. So, K KW, he played good. And Charbonnet still got all this playing time last week. Honestly, um, I think we've all kind of seen this coming. I mean, Charbonnet, he's, uh, become, him becoming a 1B was pretty ine inevitable to me. I mean, look at, he's a second-round rookie. And second of all, he's been really, really good this year. And when you're just a second-round rookie as a running back in the NFL that you're drafted to play a lot. So one B seemed like, like it should, I thought it was going to be one B earlier, but I mean, looks like it's going to be a one B now. And like I said, yeah, Charbonnet has been really good. He's averaging 5.79 yards per carry over only 28 rushing attempts. So not a big sample size, but been good with what he's had. And yeah, man, I, I just project Charbonnet to get one B rushing volume on the ground uh, moving forward. Getting into the matchup, uh, Baltimore's run defense, they really aren't even that good. They allow the 10th highest running back yards per carry. Uh, they've, the only running backs this year that uh, that they've held under four yards per carry, and these are guys with at least six rushing attempts, it has been Damian Pierce, who's inefficient, Devin Singletary, inefficient in a bad run offense, Jerome Ford with Dorian Thompson-Robinson at QB, so just stacking the box, Najee Harris, inefficient. And then the last one is Amari DiMercato last week, but he went 20 for 78. So, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty damn good day. Yeah, so, I mean, all the people that they've held under four hours per carry um, are just not really good runners <laughs> or we're in, like, a terrible spot. Next up, uh, Seattle. Game script. Uh, they're six-and-a-half-point dogs. It's a bit scary, but um, I don't know, man. Seattle, Seattle's a really complete team. Like, good, they, they just have good defense pretty much everywhere. Obviously, touched on how they're good against a run. Their past defense has been pretty solid, too. Uh, I mean, they have, like, three really good receivers, all healthy, two really good running backs, a decent O-line, a decent quarterback. I, they're, they're a good team. I, I, I know Baltimore's pretty well-rounded, too. I, I was a little bit surprised to see Seattle's six-point dogs here. I think that they can keep it close. I mean, these teams are a lot closer to each other than I think that the books are giving them credit for. Yeah, so all in all, man, Charbonnet, he's a very good running back. He has a, he has a draft capital. He was bound to become involved in this offense. And going forward, I'm kind of expecting him to handle around like 35 to 40% of the running back rushing attempts in this backfield. Because of this, I have Charbonnet getting around seven carries. And with his efficiency, with a decent matchup, not even, I'm not even projecting him for a good game. Like seven carries for 30 yards. I mean, this is, this is what, 19 yards? I think, like I said, the matchup's not bad. Charbonnet's been efficient. You give this dude five carries, he should get there. Uh, like, not saying, like, it's going to be sus if he only gets five carries, but technically speaking, you give him five carries, he's a good there. Like I said, I think he gets, like, seven, eight carries here. So I will happily, happily play this over 18 and a half. Next up, Trey McBride under 17 and a half longest reception. 
I think we kind of get a nice sell spot. Uh, the books, they kind of just comprehend their longest reception lines based off of, like, yardage. Uh, Trey McBride, he's coming off of a 14-target, 10-reception, 95-game uh, log. A lot of that came in garbage time against Baltimore. However, here, there's no Josh Dobbs, and he was absolutely, like, hyper-targeting tight ends. So Ertz, when he played, he had a 23% targets per route ran, and McBride, also, when he was on the field with Dobbs, had a 27% targets per route ran. So it just absolutely hyper-targeting tight ends. Obviously, here, we're going to get Kyler, Clayton, Toon. We don't, so, I mean, we just don't know. We don't know if these guys are going to target tight ends the same, same way that Dobbs was. Browns this year, they have been absolutely incredible against the tight end position. They allow the fewest targets, the fewest receptions, and the fewest, the fewest yards to the tight end position, and it's by a lot. Only tight ends this year to have 18-plus um, yard, yard receptions against the Browns are Noah Fant and then Mark Andrews did it twice. The Browns' elite pass rush is going to generate a ton of pressure. Routes will not be able to progress downfield. Either Clayton Toon, like I said, or Rusty Kyler will play. Uh, I don't care either way. Uh, Kyler against the Browns defense in his first game back, I think, would kind of be a disaster. And also Clayton Toon in his first NFL start against this Browns defense would also kind of be a disaster. So I think it's just going to be tough sledding for the for the Cardinals quarterbacks, tough for them to push the ball downfield. Yeah. So, yeah, all in all, man, an 18-yard reception is a it's like a, it's a big ask for a tight end position in the NFL, to be honest. Um it's a really bad matchup against the Browns. I mean, without Dobbs uh, in at quarterback, we don't even know for sure if he's going to get a lot of targets. Like, if Trey McBride got three targets here, would anyone be surprised? No, probably not. So, yeah, man, I, I just think it's a big ask. You need a big play. You're playing going up against a defense that's going to make you get the ball out quick. And, yeah, McBride is an athletic dude. Like, he's no Zach Ertz, but I think that this is just a big ask going up against this matchup without Josh Dobbs especially. All right, next one, final one, Chris Olave, Saints, over 61 and a half receiving yards. Man, he is just so fucking due. Like, if whenever you look up at the screen, Olave's getting overthrown, Olave's dropping a fucking ball, Carr's doing his, some stupid shit. I don't know, man. He's just insanely due. Like, he, he, he realistically could be having such a monster year this year. And honestly, if you were on his yards last week, I feel bad for you. Like, Derek Carr, Chris Olave... They owe you, man. So bad up this week. <laughs> Anyways, he is literally second in the NFL in air yards behind A.J. Brown, and he's behind A.J. Brown by one singular yard. A.J. Brown's had, like, 125 yards in, like, fucking six straight games, bro. Like, we're getting a 61-and-a-half receiving yard line for Olave. I mean, that kind of speaks to, like, the opportunities he's getting. And we know that he's a good receiver. We know that Carr's not a great quarterback, but they're going to connect sometime. So even though that the Saints are big favorites against the Bears, typically you see big favorites you kind of stray away from receiving yards on the other side because you're like, oh, they're just going to be up running, blah, blah, whatever. This is like a really good matchup. I mean, Chicago uh, against running backs, they actually allow the second lowest yards per carry against running backs, so they've been like really, really good against the run. But then if you look at the EPA numbers against the dropback, they are dead last in dropback EPA. So really good against the rush, really bad against the pass. I think that the Saints being big favorites kind of counteracts that. Because how are they going to get there? How are they going to get to a super positive game script? If you can't run the ball, Saints can't really run the ball anyways. If you can't run the ball, but it's a really good matchup to pass. Like, Olave could cash this in, like, a quarter. If, if, like, if it goes right, I mean, he could. Uh, Saints, they are also the sixth worst at red zone scoring. So, um, 
this is just kind of something to like be to help the game script aspect. Like the Saints aren't a great offense to be honest. But I think it's because of this red zone inefficiency. So it's like Saints in a super positive game script isn't a lock whatsoever. Like they are good at scoring at the red zone. Yeah, so all in all, man, it's just too good of a matchup um, for Olave. If things had broken right for him this year, like Carr gave him some better passes, he had a few less drops, he could be having like a monster year. Like, and if things broke right, <clears throat> oh shit, my bad. Oh man, <clears throat> shit. <laughs> all right, if things broke right for him this year, this line could actually be like around like 75 yards or something. The Saints, uh, they should not have success running the ball here, and I think that could easily counteract the possible game script concerns. So, yeah, man, uh, just a really, really good matchup. Olave, he has a chance to hit this line every single week. Like, his air yards are ridiculous. His target share is ridiculous. Things just have not been going on. But, hey, it, things haven't got right in two straight weeks. So, you know what that means? He's still. Grass Olave is still. I don't know if the mic picked that up, but <laughs> all right. So those are my four plays. Um, it is Odell Beckham Jr. over 26 and a half receiving yards. Zach Charbonnet over 18 and a half rushing yards. Trey McBride under 17 and a half longest reception. And Christopher Olave over 61 and a half receiving yards. Thank you guys for tuning in. You guys have a good weekend. We'll definitely be coming at you. Honestly, guys, I might even make a podcast tomorrow. I might drop another podcast tomorrow. Don't know yet, but just might. Or I might just drop a place on Twitter. Definitely going to have more plays coming to you at Twitter. Anyways, guys, let's have a weekend. Let's win some props, make some coin. Peace out.